The greatest problem is still the human ego, which is the me, 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 I know what's best for everyone and what's best for me is what's best for everyone. Mm. Which I originally labeled as uh, narcissism. Mm. Mm-hmm. But in my studies, because I wanted to learn a bit more about this, mm-hmm. and in my studies over the last few months, I started to read less about narcissism Mm -hmm. and more about schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. And all of these psychological elements, we we all have some personal contact with them. None none of us escape (laughs) these, these, these things. None of us escape emotions. None of us escape... Uh, feelings that we have Mm -hmm. none of us escape sickness and illness and disease and all these things so they all touch us in some way but I started to realize that a lot of the pieces didn't fit together properly Mm -hmm. I started to realize that a lot of the pieces didn't fit together properly and yeah, you know me, I, I like to ask questions and I like to, and I'm like, I'm, because my situation was this, I understand this behavior, but I don't understand this behavior. I understand this action, but I don't understand that action. Mm-hmm. Why are there two different sets <laughs> of information, one of which appears completely logical and another of which appears completely illogical. Well, the answer to that is schizophrenia or a form of multiple personality disorder where you you can spend a day doing things that are perfectly logical and that make perfect sense and are very practical. But then the next day, you spend that day doing the opposite, almost as if you are are a different person. Mm -hmm. And And so this is the dilemma that I have been having personally, is trying trying to understand who you are talking to is a very deep and complex subject for example Mm. if I am talking to you Mm. the response or the reaction that I get from you it might be you It might be something that you have seen or heard somewhere else. It might have been the reaction of a friend. It might be the opinions of your mother or your father or your friendship circle. And and this this is a language. 
dichotomy where if the question and the answer don't fit together, then it's not the same conversation that you're having. So if you can have two entirely different conversations mm. with the same person, mm. then, then it's not the same person. Really. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and, and I, don't, I don't mean it's not the same person in the sense that, oh, you can talk to one person about a variety of different topics. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. But we're not talking about a variety of different topics. We're talking about two different sets of logic here. Because logic and what is practical is what is under the good choices that we make. If things are logical, then we don't have to worry about the result because the result will be practical. Mm -hmm. But if things are not logical, in the sense of being dangerous, then then the results will be dangerous. Dangerous actions lead to dangerous results. Yeah, yeah. Naturally. So, so my, my, my puzzle for the last two or three weeks is who am I talking to? Right? Yeah. Who am I talking to when the... Let me give you a, an abstract example, mm. but you work it out. Let's say I, mm. let's say I ask you a question about football, right? Let's say I ask you like, what's your favorite football team? And you say, mm-hmm. you say, um, I like to eat tomatoes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there, there, there's two different things going on there. Now that, that's an extreme example, but yeah, yeah, I understand. But more accurate versions of that happen in normal everyday conversation where my response is I'm not talking about vegetables. I never mentioned vegetables. Vegetables are not part of what I would like to talk about. Uh, um so so this this leads me to try to understand what is happening when a person has a more extreme form of multiple personality disorder caused by some kind or some level of trauma at some point in time in the past uh, mm-hmm. and um, causing a split a kind of uh, what we call arrested development, where you don't continue to learn in the normal process, but mm. you the, the, a normal logical process is replaced by what you just have to do to survive, which is mm. not yeah. really a very positive environment to live within. So, uh, and it's. Naturally, it's hard to diagnose. How do you diagnose that, right? Mm. Um, because people can have people can have bad days, right? Oh, I'm just having a bad yeah. day. Oh, okay. One day, two days. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. But not. Yes, 
yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you you understand perf- you understand perfectly. <laughs> we can all have short periods of time where things are not good or we make mistakes or whatever. But the problem occurs when this becomes a a lifestyle or a life habit. And it also becomes a problem when this is supported by networks of people around about as well who don't Mm -hmm. look at both sides and who don't have all of the information available to them. So Mm -hmm. it's a bit like... um, it's a bit, again, it's a bit like watching a football match and 11 mm-hmm. players on one team are visible and 11 players on the other team are invisible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then trying to talk about the game. <laughs> right? You can't talk about the game if you don't have all the information. <laughs> Yeah. You can't talk about the game if you only have one set of details from one side. In fact, you don't care, right? It's a sign that you don't care. Um, the only way to make a real objective and true judgment on anything is to analyze as many different sides of a topic as possible. And I always use the example of the the Rubik's cube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the I always use. I think it's a great example for this. Where where we can see that one side is blue, mm-hmm. but when we look around it, there are many different things happening on many of the other sides, and we don't get the full picture, and we can't solve the puzzle until we understand from all the different sides how everything is connected together. Um, Professor Rubrik was a genius. Uh, he's still alive. Maybe he is a genius. Um, so, so that 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 is vital in making correct judgments. Yeah, there are because there are, there are many aspects and many kinds of problems. So, how do you know if somebody doesn't? care Mm. somebody doesn't care if they don't study both sides in detail that's when somebody doesn't care if you study uh, if you look at only half the ingredients for your cake and you don't care about the other half then you're going to have a really bad cake you're not going to be able to objectively, um, you know, make make all the correct decisions there. Mm. And um, very few people are mm. actually prepared to spend a little bit. Of, and this includes this, this is myself included because it takes it takes time and a lot of energy to get into yeah. other people's problems. We've all got our own problems. Yeah. yeah? Um, <clears throat> And so, in order to make the correct objective judgment about any situation, 
you need to be like in a court of law, a judge who spends time listening to both sides and giving both sides the opportunity to comment and feedback. Mm -hmm. um, because as I know about myself, there are things that I have got wrong and there are mistakes that I have made. And a lot of this is pointed out by other people because we're all so busy doing our own thing that maybe we don't realize or recognize something and somebody points it out and it's like, yes, <laughs> you're, you know, you're right about that. I got to pay a bit more attention to that. And, you know, good, good people listen to good people and, and that's, you know, that's, that's the way things, things should be. So uh -huh. most people don't invest any time or any effort or any energy in studying the other side. They don't. They, they, um, yeah, yeah, and this is, you know, this, this is, this is, um, this is simple human nature. The, you know, those who love the politics on the left hate the politics on the right, and vice versa. And uh, those who love this sport probably hate that sport, and those who love this team don't like that team. And, and it's um, it's a world of of, of a lot of extremes um, where everyone has said you have to choose a side you have to pick a side and there's a lot of truth in that in our individual choices in daily life but we can't if we, if we look at it if we look at a more global picture right now like I'm also trying to mm -hmm. study global elements of politics and understand them and it's made complicated by the fact that there are huge international groups that are very, very powerful and very, very tightly controlled. And mm -hmm. um, they manage a lot of things that are happening. And on the other side, there are individuals mm -hmm. within those organizations, some of whom are very good and some of whom are not. And so in, the, in that kind of scenario with human beings, Things, things change all the time and you need to constantly study and constantly refresh the information in your head because like worldwide politically, we're living in a situation where things, things are changing every 24 hours right now. Mm. Every 24 hours, it's <laughs> right, like somebody's shaking everything up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, what, what, what any politician says on monday you know by wednesday mm. by wednesday it's 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 the complete opposite this is happening across the world this is happening across the world so um so it takes time to learn and study and understand these things and i know that people don't care when they don't ask. <laughs> that simple, really, right? Like, if I see you, I ask you, you know, how are you? How's it going? You know, because like, I care. Like, I, I was in a local shop here today, and I was talking to the shopkeeper about 
the fact that it, mm -hmm. it's good to have little conversations because it shows that you care about people and the community and it's a nice thing. Um, so, so I know, I know people don't care when they don't inquire, when they don't ask. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's, there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions who have yeah. never asked any questions. <laughs> right. Mm. So imagine you wanted, imagine you wanted to write a book about something. Mm. And you interviewed only one person to write the book. Mm. You would not have the the full picture you would not have the full picture of the story mm -hmm. the, the the dynamics the the what is true the what is not tr true the half truths uh, um, there are a million reasons why a person crosses a road there are a million reasons mm -hmm. If John says, oh, he crossed the road because he mm -hmm. wanted to get to the other side, maybe that's true, maybe that's not, maybe there's another reason. Maybe maybe the person doesn't know why they crossed the road, maybe they just wanted to cross the road, right? I mean, which, until you spend time examining the data, you uh, you don't understand. And then... If you begin to support people, you you begin to contribute to the bigger picture of things. And the bigger picture is what I have always called the narrative or the story. And the story like a tree has many branches and each branch is a different aspects, a different part, maybe a different person speaking and so on. And they help to big up, build up the whole picture. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, or most people, most, most people are just, they're not really interested that much. They're not really interested that much in what is true. Most people are just invested in uh, uh, the surface of things. I guess the surface of things. It's, they don't. They don't go deep into the topics. They just. They just accept something and do nothing with that and. That's that's okay. That's their choice. It's a free world, right? <laughs> it's it's a free world. But um, if if someone is a criminal and they're your friend, well, there's a there's a little bit of a problem there. There's a little bit of a moral dilemma in that situation if you have a friend who is a criminal. Yeah, so it's a moral question. Yeah, it's a moral question. If you, 
Okay, it's obviously good to have friends, right? <laughs> it's better to have good friends. But um, so if you, if you have a friend and your friend is a criminal, that creates a moral problem. Because by having a criminal who's a friend, by having a friend and supporting them, you really support their criminal behavior. Now, where do you where do you go from there? What do, what do, what do, what do you do after that? Because um, you have to make a you have to make a decision whether or not it is important to you that this person is a criminal or or not. Um, and then I don't talk about the fact we don't know. I mean, there are people who we know are bad people, right? There are people who we know are, are criminals. And if we have, if we associate with those kinds of people, if we make society with those kinds of people, if we are friends with those kinds of people, then it's not good for the world, basically. It's not good for society. We have to, we have to, we have to alienate these people to to the extent where we say we don't want these people in our communities. And it's sorry to say, but these are our standards and these are our rules and this is what we live by. And this, oh, we are all inclusive and we accept everyone and everything is, as I've always said, every everything is nothing. Because it's it's so it's such it's so big that yeah. you don't know where to start. Yeah. 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 So when people say, "Oh, I accept everything," it's like, "Well, no, we all have things that we like and we don't like." So um, just as we have music that we like and we don't like, and foods that we like and we don't like, we all have things that we like and we don't like. We have to uh, um, learn to accept those differences as things that are natural and not not force elements on onto other people. Another problem is the problem of projection, which is understanding if a person is doing what they say they are doing. Or if a person is saying something and doing something different. And I don't mean in terms of being a hypocrite. I mean this in terms of being accurate about what is happening. Simple example. If I say I am not holding a pen, but you <laughs> see me hold a pen, but I say to you, but I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm honestly not holding a pen. I'm not. And this this happens a lot with things like aggression mm -hmm. and violence. Yeah, with a person person saying, I'm not forcing you to do it. Uh, but wait. <laughs> but wait, you. So there's a question about force and pressure it's like i'm not forcing you but if you put pressure on a person to do something you are forcing them 
Mm. It's not free choice if you know that another person wants something different. It's not it's not free mm. choice at all. And so a lot of people will say I'm not doing this. But mm. if you look at what it is in fact that they're doing, they are doing it. Mm. Yeah. And you know the, the 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 classic example is I'm not doing this for myself. It's like, hmm, really? <laughs> really? Um, because I know, I know whenever I do something, mm. there's an element of myself within there. Mm. There's an element of myself. And if I, if, if I find myself in a situation where I'm doing something that I don't like, then I have to wonder and question about why am I doing something that I don't like right is it you know is it is it this complete mm. virtue of wanting to help other people or is it the knowledge that this that, that because I've done this there something will come back to me some kind of reciprocation or something like that it, it's complex it's really complex psychologically mm. um, but it still creates this problem in that Everything that a person does applies some level of force or some level of pressure into and on the world around about them. Mm. Everything. Every time we choose to eat something, yeah, we 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 put some pressure on our body. Yeah. Okay. Every time we get in our car and drive somewhere, there's some pressure on the environment. So. Um, so there's, there's always some level of, of pressure. So it's very interesting for me to hear people say, I'm not pressuring you. I'm not forcing you. Mm-hmm. But the only real way to do that is to go to the other person and say, what can I do for you? without expecting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anything specific in return. The only real way to try to avoid the pressure and the force is to go to another person and to say, how can I help you? Because as good as we are connected, we really can't read all the other person's thoughts. Mm-hmm. So maybe Maybe it might be very something very simple, like you want a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or or uh, something very simple. So I can say, to, mm. I can say to you, um, what can I do for you? You know, what can I what can I do for you? What, can, what, what do you need? How can I help you? Yeah. And what that, can that, I what can I do for you? Be yourself, right? <laughs> be yourself. That's yeah. Uh, of course, the best way to help people is to be yourself, so um, so that everybody knows who you are and where they are. Um, and so that's the only that that's the real way to begin 
with communication. And you can offer someone something and they can say to you, what do you want? And mm -hmm. you can say in return, mm -hmm. I'm just being friendly, you know? I'm just being nice because it's what nice people do. They they try to help out, yeah? Um, and nice people have a care and an interest in mm -hmm. whether or not other people are happy. They, they, they do. And that connects again to this, people never explore the whole topic. They only ever look at one side of things. And they don't, and they will, they will do whatever they want to do and that, that, that's fine without any care or thought about what's happening on the other side. And they can be, they can be making things much more complicated. If you support one side without studying the other side, and it's very easy to understand in a political context, if you support the left without understanding the right, then you're an idiot. And if you support the right without understanding the arguments of the left, you're also an idiot because you haven't looked at the bigger picture about what makes sense from your own experiences. Mm. And this, of course, is made more complicated mm. by the way that a lot of people interact with each other where they're not as open as they should be. Or there's missing pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, and so right now there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that are that are just not there because of this lack of communication. And my aim is to seek the truth, whatever it is, to not seek an answer which is positive specifically just for me, but to seek the truth, whatever it is. You know, like the scientists searching for the cancer or something. Mm. Yeah, it's... Um, you, um, you have to look for what is there. <laughs> right? You have, you have to seek the truth. And um, most people are running away from the truth mm. and escape and not communicating and closing down conversations is all running away from the truth.